live out loud. Okay, okay, this is Pastor T. And this is First Lady T. And we are the Overs. And you're tuned in to L-O-L. already know we back in this thing and it's an extra special day because today is our anniversary anniversary. i knew you was gonna bust off into it come on what was it sing it for me one time it's our anniversary hey anniversary hey so today we celebrate three years of knowing each other Two years of having our ceremony, <laughs> two and a half years of being married. Well, not all on the same day. Not all on the same day. You know what this I'm saying? This day is the day we actually met. And the day that we had our and ceremony. And the day we had our wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Bang, bang, bow, bow. And so pretty much, you know, most people only have one anniversary because they get married and they have their ceremony on the same day. But, you know, me and my wife, you feel me? We extra. <laughs> and we got to go above and beyond. So we have two anniversaries, you know, because uh, we officially got married on May the 1st, 2016. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But we didn't get to have our public celebration for everybody else until September the 3rd. 2016, which happens to be today, but 2018, so we celebrate two times a year. <laughs> We're like the double mint married people. Double the fun. Are you serious? I mean, that's the best thing that came to the Can top of my head. Can please make a commercial? Can we please reenact that? <laughs> that would I used be to pretty love cool. the double mint commercials. Heck yeah. So, uh, you know, we're gonna treat uh, today as an extra special day. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, we figure, you know, a few of y'all listening might not really know all of us anyway. You know, the first episode, The Cookie Jar, we kind of went into our backstories just individually. And since today is our anniversary, we're going to kind of spill the beans on our story, on how we met, you our know. togetherness. Yeah, 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 yeah. So buckle in, because, you know, if you on LOL, you in for a ride. And we're just going to go on another journey. But uh, I do believe my wife has a word of the day for today. So what we going to do? So being that today is our anniversary of our ceremony, <laughs> it's in parentheses, <laughs> uh, the word of the day is pursuit. And we all know that pursuit is uh, to chase, to follow, to desire. I mean, it's really, it's really not that deep. That's what it is to desire something and then to chase and follow it. And that is what um, Matthew did, Pastor T did, sorry, <laughs> for seven months because I refused to meet him in person. But it wasn't just a pursuit of getting to meet me in person. It was the pursuit of getting me where we are here today, three years in. And through his pursuit, his relentless, never-ending pursuit of me, I was able to learn about Christ's pursuit of all of us. And so I, you know, of course, knew Christ pursued us. I heard all the stories. I read all the, you know, I knew all that stuff. But to see it 
lived out loud. Uh, <laughs> really, on display, yeah. in, in a real-life example, especially one that was pertaining to me personally, I was able to really see and get a first-hand uh, depiction of Christ's love and pursuit of us. It's kind of crazy. I guess, but not really, though, because, you know, the Word tells us, like, the closest earthly representation of you know God's love for us and his pursuit of us is through marriage it's the closest thing that we get here on earth you know what I mean so mm-hmm. well I say it's crazy because you know like most women you know I was I had already been, not most women okay let me back up I had already been through a divorce so I was not really interested in commitment I didn't mind companionship but commitment was scary because I had already seen what it could what it could do. And I'm uh, not an advocate of divorce, not a fan of all that. It's just I had already been through it. And um, obviously the, the scenario, the circumstances were completely different. And that's a whole other story that we will share, you know, on another day. But I was scared because just like that, even something legal, you know what I mean? It, it could just, it could break apart. And so I was more um, just like, no, I'm chilling. It's just me and God. <laughs> I'm open to talking to somebody. I'm open to that, you know, kicking it and all that. But getting deeper than that, I really wasn't really interested. I mean, I had cut off sexual activity. <laughs> yeah, I had done all that. And it was, I was in a good place. And um, so do you want me to... Tell, just tell just the whole scenario, or you want to just September 3rd? What do you mean by the whole scenario? I mean, <laughs> like me moving back to Texas and where I was and what I got involved in prior to meeting you. Yeah, and then I'll pick in halfway through that and get to the place where okay. the introduction was kind of possible. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I basically was... Um, I was I was living in Delaware, and I had relocated back to Texas. Uh, and Delaware is my home state, but Texas is where my family is. And so I'm I'm here living, I'm working, and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, chilling by myself, running five miles a day. I was in my own zone. Um, met a guy. Uh, really knew it wasn't going to go anywhere serious, which was perfect for me because commitment. Um. And on top of that, he was raised Muslim, but was practicing, I don't really know what to call it, but he was on, like, knowledge of self and basically (laughs) anti-white stuff and just kind of, you know, very, very different than what I was and how I lived. But again, uh, I was unequally yoked, and I was cool with that because it meant it was going nowhere. I knew it was not going anywhere. No matter how, you know, he may have talked or no matter what the scenario may have looked like, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere because that's just, it was so far. We were so, we were two positives on the earth, two negatives on a battery, you know what I mean? Like clicking mm-hmm. and kind of bouncing off of each other. And so um, uh, I was cool with the companionship, um, but that was really it. And but you know in the end I was in a situation I was talking to somebody and so when I was introduced to Matthew Pastor T I'm so sorry I don't care when I was introduced to Pastor T 
Call me whatever you want to call me. Husband. What up, King? Hey. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, my cousin wanted to come down and live with me. She was in Delaware, and she wanted to come down to Texas to kind of get a, you know, just something new, do something new. And um, that was cool. But she got down here, and, or down to Texas, and she met this guy. And um, she told me she really liked him and that, you know, she wanted me to meet him because I'm able to kind of, you know, peep people's, just peep people. I'm a people peeper. <laughs> people peeper. Peep, is that, what am I saying? <laughs> I'm that. Yeah. So she brought him over and I told her, uh, you know, when I met him, I just kind of saw something on him that, that he had, something was on him. And so I told her to investigate it, and uh, I just said, uh, check it out. It's, it's either a past situation, or it's a current situation, or it's a past situation that's becoming a current situation. It's something. And sure enough, she checked into it, and he had been to a program um, for a former drug issue, drug-related issues and um, addictions and things, and um, that I think he was still maybe dabbling in, but that wasn't quite sure. We weren't quite clear on that. Um, but he had been in a program, was what I heard. And uh, the program was called uh, Adult and Teen Challenge. I had never heard of this program. I don't know anything about it. All I know is that there's a guy coming to my house that is possibly, most likely, currently using, who's been to a program. To me, the program wasn't working. And so my concern was, you know, I'm up in this house with one person that doesn't see things the way I see things, and then I'm also up in here with my little petty recording equipment that I felt was a magnificent studio, <laughs> which pales in comparison to Pastor T's studio. But What? It pales in comparison. What does it have anything to do with anything? Because I'm just saying that, you know, when you're dealing with somebody who has a background, or anybody in general, you just want to make sure that, you know... You, you know what you're getting yourself. Who's in my house? Right. What does my studio have to do about that? Cause I'm jealous. Cause I had a little stupid USB mic and a, I don't even know what speakers. Oh, I had my little subwoofer thing. See, I was bumping. I was mm -hmm. doing something. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it was my it was my recording studio. It was all my equipment, my mics and stuff. Cause I needed to keep myself out of situations. Cause going to the studio and being in somebody else's space proved to be dangerous several times even in the gospel community. And so it was just easier for me to, you know, try to make my own beats or get beats sent to me via email and record at the house. So if this man is going to be in my house, I just want to know who's in here. I mean, I'm not judging, but I'm judging. I'm just saying I got to watch my stuff. So he comes over this next time. I told her it's cool. Let's get to know him. Let's just, you know, just I want to I want to be there when he's there and those kind of things. And um he busted up in my room one night because I had some music playing. And uh, he was like, "You so you do music? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he was like, you do gospel, hip-hop? And I was like, yeah, I do. He's like, I know a guy. I know a guy who does it too. And I was like, uh, okay. You know, everybody knows a guy. And that guy is probably somebody I don't want to know. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. He's a producer and he does it all. He raps. And he was like, um, I said, well, how do you know him? He's like, he went to this program I went to called Adult and Teen Challenge. And I was like, you know, I had in my mind, I'm like, this place is not, <laughs> I don't know anything about this place. All I know is that I see a person that struggled before and is currently struggling. And that the, I just feel that the program is, I don't know what the program is about. But I don't see it looking like it's working. So I was like, eh, I don't know. I said, well, you can give him my Instagram. 
you know, we can collaborate on something. I said collaborate to him. Now, I don't, he don't know music lingo, I guess, but uh, I said give him my Instagram because I can block him on there. I don't have to, don't give him my number or nothing like that. He's like, okay, cool. So he, I, I don't know if he gave you my Instagram or if he gave me yours. I feel like he gave you mine. Mm, probably. Yeah, so he gave you mine. And um, later on that night, I guess you hit me up. That part I'm fuzzy on. I don't remember that part too much. Like how the whole, did you hit me up? I guess you did because you said, my homeboy mm-hmm. told me you were looking for a, a producer, producer. And I was like, no, I'm looking for somebody to collaborate with. Yeah. I wasn't looking for a producer. Because, again, I was a producer. <laughs> I'm not sure. And if I let y'all hear some of that music, you'll understand how ridiculous I am. But, <laughs> but yeah, so you were under the idea that I needed you for your producing skills. I was looking for you to do collaboration raps and stuff with. Right. And um, don't really remember too much of that conversation. That wasn't very long. I just went ahead and gave you my number because, I mean, this is going to be a music thing, a yep. music relationship. And... Or so we thought. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I looked through your pictures and I was like, eh. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't interested at first. I really wasn't. And But then I was like, wait a minute, this is a music thing. I don't need to be looking at him like that. This is just a music thing. What? I did. I, I did went through that. I looked. I got, my flesh got a hold of me for a second. Ooh, that's the first time I heard that. What? That I looked? Like that. I did. I looked. I was just trying to check it out and see what it was. But it wasn't nothing because I reminded myself it wasn't about that. It was a music thing. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Nothing continued. And then... (laughs) And then uh, we talked on the phone that night for what? It wasn't that long. We talked for a little bit. Because it was kind of late and and I had to go to work the next day. I was trying to... Like me, you know, if anybody hits me up... Or somebody tells me, like, somebody's looking for, like, a producer or something like that. Then, you know, I'm going to hit you up and be like, hey, what's up? Um, Me, though, I like finding out people's visions. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you mm-hmm. working on a project right now? You just trying to drop a single or two? Or, you know, like, what what's your end goal? And where do I fit inside of that? I'm trying to figure out where I fit inside what you need. You know what I'm saying? As an artist. And so I think you were just, you told me, you know, you were just really just doing songs and looking for people to collaborate with. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to get to know the Dallas gospel scene. Yeah, I, yeah. I had just moved back to Dallas. And the last time I was in Dallas, I wasn't doing gospel music. Yeah. So I didn't know anybody doing any gospel music in that area. So I was just trying to link up and work with the community. So I was like, all right, bet, you know, I do rap too. So you need some features, you know what I'm saying? Uh I sent you some music. You sent you me did. some music. I did. You know what I mean? And that was really about it for that first conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, cool. So, you know, she just admitted, you know what I mean, to checking your boy out one time. <laughs> I told you that. Huh? I told you that. <laughs> no? No. I wasn't looking like that. Right. But anyway, she was still checking for your boy. You feel me? Which just confirms that this was really how it was supposed to go from the beginning. And she knew it too. You know what I'm saying? Shut your mouth. She see me like I ain't got no shame. Like I was checking. You know what I'm saying? I was I was in there. My Instagram. I sure was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, wait a minute. Hold up now. 
Did you look before you messaged me? No. You lied. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, look, I, I can't. I can't be that way. You know what I'm saying? You can't be what way? Like I hit you up first. I'm not gonna. No. You had to go to my page though. I did. You didn't look at my page. Mm, I saw the first couple of things. Yeah, I think like you looking for a producer. I'm like, Kaching, here we go. <laughs> What's going down? I'm, I'm trying to get paid. I, like, I'm a producer by trade. That's how I earn a living. You know what I'm saying? See, so, little did you know, I wasn't interested in paying nothing. Right. I just wanted to collaborate look, for free. But you see, we would have came to that conclusion upon talking. You know, what is your vision? You feel right. me? I, I got free. all I got all sorts of ways to weed y'all out. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> And I ain't saying like I don't you say do... y'all like I'm just one of them. No, outsiders. not y'all. I'm just talking to the general public right now. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some situations, you. you know what I mean? Like I'll do, you know yeah, what I mean? Work yeah. for free, you mm-hmm. feel me? And there's some people I just feel led to do some stuff for. Mm-hmm. And it's never been somebody who's came with me or came at me with the intention of doing something for free. It's just never worked out like that. That's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so that's cool, but you know, we talking for a little bit, and I'm like, hey, I don't know, but... On that first phone call? On the first phone yeah, call, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we was just... <laughs> we was vibing. We was just vibing hard, you feel me? And that first conversation was like the only conversation we had about music for like the next seven months. <laughs> like, we didn't... Like, music yeah, no, was like we why we met, and then we forgot all about... I didn't, I didn't make met. any songs. Yeah, like, we did our, we did our first song, like, seven months into the relationship. Yeah, I didn't. Seven months into the relationship. Because, see, I started dating her from day one. <laughs> Little did she know. <laughs> For real, though, you know, just because me, you know, I, I've been praying about some things, you know, and I really wanted to find somebody to settle down with, you know what I mean? And me and God have been talking, you know what I'm saying, figuring out some things that I would need and a partner for life, a helpmate, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had some things that I wanted, you know what I mean? And me and God, we were just hashing it out, and then, bang. I know, like, the biggest, the biggest, like, or, like, the, really the first confirming factor for me was that she was, like, brought to me. Like, I didn't go looking. Like, I knew one thing, like, any, any girl that I went looking for, like, I found, like, on my own, like... Nah. Well, see, and that's the same thing that I had prayed. I I told God, you know, I'm not getting married again. I'm not about that life. Unless God knocks on my door and, like, no, unless God busts in my door and brings me somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what that kid did. Busted in my door and gave somebody my Instagram. Yeah. I mean, that was, <laughs> that yeah. was real life God right there. And my whole thing was, like, I wasn't looking for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was doing me and Jesus, you feel me, and, and pushing close. Like, that's all I was worried about because I knew, you know what I mean, personally, like, I was in a place, you know what I mean, because I was just out of a horrible relationship that I never should have been in or let go on for as long as it did. Both of us had this. You know what I mean? And it was like, you know, like, God, I got to be, if, I, if I'm if i looking for you and I'm seeking after you, then whenever you got somebody for me, you're going to put them in front of my face. And so I'm not going to be looking to the left or to the right. You know, I'm just going to keep doing me. And uh, bang, I just got that phone call, that message one night. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh. I'm like, dang, she fine. <laughs> let, me, uh, <laughs> let me find out <laughs> what's really going on. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> upon our first conversation, I found out that she was a writer too, you know, and she kept a little blog 
And I was like, cool, let me get that. You know what I mean? And by, like, the next day, I had read, like, every entry, like, she had <laughs> ever wrote. I mean, first off, because, like, she's a dope writer. Like, you know what I mean? Rapping is one thing, but, like, the way that she tells stories and puts things, you know what I'm saying, from pen to paper, you know what I mean? There's something special about it. She just has a real good way of uh, expressing herself, you feel me? And I was really drawn to that. And as I was hearing, you know what I'm saying, or really reading how she was expressing herself, I was getting to hear her heart and get to know her, you know what I mean, really in a in a somewhat intimate way because, I mean, she was just real. Like, how we real out here on this show, like, she was the same way in her blog, like, putting all out on the table. And I was like, dang, like, her viewpoints and her convictions, you know what I'm saying, match up with, you know what I'm saying, somebody that I would, you know what I mean, want to lock in with for the rest of my life. So I'm like, dang, like, hold up. <laughs> What's really going on here? You know, and we still kind of talking off and on here, off and on there. And, like, the vibe is just sweet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like... We talked every day. Yeah. I mean, I mean every day. really, every day after that first conversation. Yeah. It like, was crazy. We would video chat. Well, no, we didn't video chat we did, until we, two weeks. N- no, it was longer than two weeks before we started video chatting. We didn't come out. It was a couple months before we finally got on video we chat. We would talk on the phone. We would talk. All night. I mean, we, we had a real progression here. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think you said the word of the day was pursuit. Like, the, the pursuit yes. was real. We're really going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, man, there was just uh, so many things, you know what I'm saying, that checked out with her. You feel me? And I was like, okay. I'm like, God, uh... Is you really just, uh, is you doing this right now? Like, is, is this it? Or or what's going to happen, you feel me? And I couldn't find anything to tell me that it wasn't. And so I think it was like the second week. <laughs> I mean, it was like le- the legit second week mm-hmm. we have been talking. I was like, look, like, I just don't want you to be confused about what's going on here. Like... <laughs> I'm coming for your ring finger. Like, I'm trying to marry you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I I legit told her, like, I was going to marry her, like, the second week into us knowing each other. We had never met physically. Never met in person. (laughs) You know, but it was like, everything on my end checks out. You know what I'm saying? So if this is what it's going to be, like, I know we got introduced for doing this music and stuff, but let's put all that to the side. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to court you. You know what I mean? In such a way that if it ends up not being what it is, we can still be cool. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to do this in line and proper. But if everything checks out, you know what I'm saying? You're going to feel the way that I feel. And like, we're going to make this official. And that's just that. <laughs> You're going to love me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we're going to spend our life together. And you know what I mean? She just fit into, uh, she fit into the vision that God had given me. <laughs> You know what I mean? For the company, the ministry, all of that. Like, she was the missing piece to my puzzle. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I told her that I was going to marry her, and she blocked me. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to call you back. (laughs) (laughs) And start the pursuit. (laughs) I, yeah, blocked him from Facebook, from Instagram, from email, from phones. I mean, I was scared. You know, and you... we sit up and we say we want somebody that's got a heart for God and we want somebody that's going to be committed and we want somebody that's this, that, and the other. But then when it comes, it's like, oh, this is real. 
You know, and it got scary. I had never had anybody pursue me like that that had never even met me before. I did have an email from a Nigerian once that wanted me to come over there and be his queen. That counts. <laughs> he had never met me. But, uh, man, I could have been a queen. I'm just kidding. You are a queen. My. Hey. But I could have had goats. Can I get a goat? Heck no. You can get a cat. And or, call it goat. Or a dog. And call it goat. Or a bunny. <laughs> but um, oh, I definitely want a goat. Just side note that. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I had never been pursued for somebody that wasn't after the physical. Somebody that had never met me in person. And uh, somebody that had a heart for God. So, these things were all new and very scary. And so... I ran. That's, I mean, I, I know how to run. Oh, yeah. I know how to run. <laughs> Trust me. But then I would, get, I would get lonely. I would miss the pursuit. I would, I would miss somebody coming for me that wasn't trying to touch my body. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, somebody talking to me in a way that had nothing to do with sexual intent or anything like that because I mean you know no matter if he wanted those things or not he'd never even met me in person so there was nothing to tie to it other than his own mind you know you know whatever you could have done in your own mind with you know lust you know that's as far as you could go with that we I didn't have any pictures no I look I didn't have any pictures that showed any kind of revealing thing you know no shame that's another thing that was like she's the one like, dang, you feel me? Like, it's dang near impossible to find you a female's Instagram nowadays or anything, heart. you know what I mean, and scroll through it and not find no type of angle, like, nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. she had, like, no angles, like, literally. I have no angles. And I found that but so... But I got edges. I found that so attractive, <laughs> you feel me? Like, that was attractive to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Well. You know what I mean? Like, Wow. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. Screwed yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. It felt it felt very um it was new. And then so, you know, new stuff is scary. And so I ran. But then like I said, I would get lonely and I would miss it. Cause I, I look he did enjoy talking to him. I mean, I enjoyed the phone conversations, you know. Boredom buster for real. If I was bored, he was a safe I could call him. AKA, like, I was friend-zoned, like, hard. <laughs> like, y'all don't even understand. Like, look, I, I was, like, I was, like, friend-zoned. But listen, that it's actually really cool because, like I said, if I literally, if I was tired, I called you. Yeah. When I first woke up, I called you. Yeah. If I was bored, I called you. If I was yep. at work, I called you. Yeah. There was literally not a time that we weren't on the phone. Except for when you was with that other guy. <laughs> Let's not forget the fact that she was talking to somebody when I met her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then tried to play it off like they weren't, like, really talking, talking. Man. Right? <laughs> yeah, you can't do nothing but laugh because, you know. And I'd be upset. I was trash. I'd be upset. Like, <laughs> and then, like, I know. So, like, what you mean? You're just not going to, you're just going to skip over the fact that y'all was at the fair, like, the past three days? Wait, what? Hmm? At the fair for three days. Maybe at least that one time. You're trash. <laughs> what? 
fucked in the world. I'm just saying. She looking at you. <laughs> oh, that's why I know she waited till like two weeks after to post the pics. You feel me? Only women. Yeah. I wasn't there for three days. <laughs> but it's like you know. Like I lived there. How you doing? You feel me? Like what you been up to? Oh, nothing. But he was watching me for real. You've been at the fair with this other guy, and we're cool though. You feel me? Like. I mean, no, he was, like, legit my best friend. No type of way. And I'm thankful for that, though. You feel me? Like, that time being sat down in the friend zone really made us unbreakable the way that we're unbreakable now. You feel me? Because I had to put all them feelings and stuff to the side for a minute and actually get to know her and her heart. You feel me? And really just yeah. love her as my sister in Christ. And quite honestly, if she wasn't with, you know what I mean, that practicing, you know what I'm saying, Hebrew-Israelite dude that she was with, you know what I'm saying? Like the love, the love for her is just a sister in Christ. I'm not saying it wouldn't have grown, but it wouldn't have grown the way that it was because she wouldn't hear it from me knowing that, you know what I mean, I have feelings for her. But at the same time, you know what I mean, trying to sow into her just how wrong the situation was, you know what I mean? Wait, let me interrupt. So to, it was actually worse than that. It wasn't Hebrew Israelite. It was knowledge of self, which is, and Muslim who don't believe that Jesus was the son of God. Yeah. They believe that Jesus was just a prophet. Yeah. But he was on another thing. That was what he was raised as, Muslim. He was on knowledge of self. So even simple things like if I straightened my hair, he would say that I had self-hatred and that I wanted to be like a white girl, even though I'm mixed. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I prayed... He would make fun of me for talking to him, my imaginary friend in the sky. See, Hebrew Israelites, that's that's totally different. True. You know what I mean? So he wasn't even that. That's even at least close to semi, you know what I mean, to what? Right, right. You know what I mean? So my apologies to, you know what I mean, my Hebrew Israelite friends I got out there. For getting y'all confused, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, those what two lines really are, are yeah. different. But there, there is a big line There's there. a line there, yeah. yeah. But it's also just to say how really wrong of a situation I was in. Yeah. I was even farther away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, so not only that, you feel me, all that's going on, and then she's calling me. Yeah. <laughs> Asking advice. I'm trying a missionary date. You know what I'm you saying? Know, I'm and I'm like, and I'm like, look, there's really, uh, you can't do that. He's going to end up pulling you down farther than you're going to be able to pull him up. Yeah. You know what tough. I mean? It was tough. I, I mean, you know, when you're constantly getting bashed for your beliefs... By somebody who says they care about you, you know, and I'm thankful I had, you know, Pastor T to turn to because he kind of kept me balanced. Uh, like, reality check, you know, like a virtual slap. Like, what are you doing with this guy in the first place? <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though I knew it, yeah. I felt like if I leave, nobody else is going to tell him about Jesus, you know what I mean? I kind of felt like it was my obligation at some point. Like, did God put me in this guy's life to save him? You know? And yeah. so, I mean, hey, you just plant a seed and it's what it is. What it is. That's what it is. You, you know, have to walk away sometimes. Some people plant, I mean, some people prepare ground. Mm -hmm. Some people sow seed. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know what I mean, water seed. Some people prune, you know what I'm saying, take care of the land. And somebody else might harvest, you know what I mean? But see, yeah. And, but, this, but this particular guy, though, it was tough because I had been on this journey of I was saving myself and I was trying to keep myself in line no matter, you know, I was talking to the guy I should have been talking to him, but I was trying to keep myself on path. And it, it, it was very serpent-like. It's kind of the only way I can, I, when I think about it, it was very serpent-like. And in his, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
um, like deceit and kind of play on words and things of that nature. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That that kind of uh, came from my fleshly side and came from my like just my human way of thinking and 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 shut down the spiritual side. It was very weird because I had been so strong. I had been on this path for two and a half years of saving myself from marriage. If it were to ever happen, and if it wasn't, then I was just whatever. It just wasn't what it was. Mm-hmm. But this very serpent-like behavior came in, and I slipped, and I fell victim to it. And then afterwards, I literally called Matt. I called Pastor T. I mean, I called you because, I mean, who the heck else am I going to call? I don't know who It was I'm... early, too. It's like in the morning time. You were on the way to work. I was on the way to work, bawling, crying yep. on the highway, just like, what? Yeah. I got to tell somebody. I'm sitting here bawling in traffic, and I can't see anything. And I'm just like, I got to talk to somebody. Like, I just disappointed God so much. It wasn't even about my numbers, like, two and a half years. It wasn't even about the years. Like, oh, now I got to start over. It wasn't about that. It was like, oh, crap. Like, I was embarrassed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I felt like a naked moment in the in the garden. Yeah. And it felt really disgusting, and I was really disappointed in allowing that to, allowing just, you know, the enemy, really, to get into my head and and just mess with me like that. I mean, just like that, just like that. Mm -hmm. Guard down, and it happened. And it, I was just like, I got to talk to somebody. And I didn't know who else to talk to because you call the wrong person, and they'll be like, it's okay, you know, it ain't nothing, you know. You know, you get the wrong support. You get the wrong support, you call the wrong person. But I knew with Matt that I knew it would be weird to tell him, but I also knew I would get brotherly love and I would would get the word, you know what I mean? That's what I knew, and that's what I needed. I didn't need somebody to be like, because I could have just called my cousin. Right. I didn't need somebody to be like, oh, it's okay, you just start over, you know, try again. I didn't need somebody to be like that. Yeah. And, you know... Really, when she called me that morning, you know what I mean? The guy who is sitting here, like, she knows, like, I'm trying to marry her. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, the guy, like, coming for her. And she's calling me, telling me that she slipped up. You know what I'm saying? Like, in any normal circumstance, you feel me? That'd be like, oh, all right, then. Well, (laughs) deuces. You know what I'm saying? Like... That's on you, you know what I mean? I've been sitting here trying, you know what I mean, to show you what's really good and mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. Hey, you can have that. Mm-hmm. But it was like the exact opposite. It was like the day that she called me, like, early in the morning, like, broken, like, weeping. You feel me? Because she had displeased God. Like, that's the day, like, I actually fell in love with her. Like, I, I fell in love with her that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew that there was the possibility of everything. You know what I'm saying? And everything had checked out on my end. But that's the day, like, I actually fell in love with her. And it was like, oh, well, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we prayed and we talked through it. And I think from then, like, you know, we started doing more more Bible stuff together, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We'd have our little our little prayer sessions and, you know, we... On video chat. Mm-hmm, yeah, we'd know. read our little devotions and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know? Because if there's anything that I know about myself is that if I started slipping on anything like that, like, I wasn't going to be any better than anybody else she had been with. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I really had to make a conscious effort to keep God in the center of everything. Or else, you know, I'd be hitting her on the late night, like, what's happening, you know? Because, mm-hmm. man, that, that flesh, you know what I mean? It's no good. And so, you know, we just got more into the, you know, just spiritual, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I knew I, you were a safe place, and I knew I could talk to you about anything. I knew that I could come to you for prayer and support and, you know, and that was uh and that was uh nice. That was really nice. Cuz still we hadn't met. Yeah, we hadn't met <laughs> yet. We had already been through a full-blown relationship and hadn't Thank even you. met yet. <laughs> hadn't even met yet. You know, not to mention all the multiple times she blocked me on separate occasions. Yeah, I probably over 7 months blocked him about 25 to 30 times. But this is where I learned um how Christ pursues us. We block God all the time, mm. but he's still there waiting. I mean, because I would unblock Matt, <laughs> and it seemed like, ding, mm-hmm. there he was. I, I don't was know waiting. how. Me neither, I think he just maybe tried it at the right time, and it came through, but it felt like immediately, like he had some kind of notification that I was ready. You know, I was open to receive. Mm. And that's what God does. Like, mm. we block him. He'll be like, all right, you got free will. You can do that. Mm. But then as soon as you're open, ready to receive, boom, what's up? What you need? You know what I mean? That's how we do him. But yeah. he's always there. Yeah. He takes that abuse because he loves us so much. And that's kind of what Matt did. He was, you know, his heart was getting beat up. That that friend zone was, <laughs> that friend zone was heavy. You know. You know. But it was like, Every time, it seemed like every time I'd be close to, like, just letting go. You feel me? Because during the whole process, like, me and God, like, we was talking, like, really talking, you know? And it'd be like, you know what? I got you, God. This has been a good experience. You know what I mean? I've learned a lot. I can take a lot away from this. But, like, if she don't unblock me, you know what I'm saying, by, like, tomorrow, then I'm just going to call it quiz. I mean, because you couldn't get through to me. You didn't even know where I lived. You, you know what I'm saying? Like... I've been pursuing, I've been doing, you know what I mean, what I feel I've been called to do, you know, and if this is the end of it, then that's cool. I'll move on, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm telling you, like, it'd be like a few minutes later, like, she done blocked me and I'd be in the inbox, like, hey, like, how are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was really good. Because, like, only time she'd ever blocked me was when something was up. You know what I'm saying? I, I come to learn that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she had blocked me, then, like, something, she was going through something or something was happening. You know what I mean? So every time she was back open, you see, it was just the genuine love that I had for her just as a person. Like, hey, what's up? Like, how are you doing? What's going on? Right, you okay? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we pick up where we left off at. Like, it wasn't nothing. Yeah. I remember that day I sent you that Twitter. I sent, like, a winky face or something. I sent you on Twitter. And then you were like, are you okay? And then I told you I needed help moving. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to understand, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it is what it is, you feel me? And so finally, <laughs> finally she was open to, like, see me. It was one day after church. I wish I could remember what that sermon was about. <laughs> yeah, me too. Somebody must have preached the walls down that Sunday. I was going to Tony Evans Church in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. And it was Sunday I had a afternoon. there. She called me and she was like, send me your address. I was like, if he don't send me this address in the next 15 minutes, because I was coming up on a split in the highway. Uh-huh. I could go back to my mom's or I could 
come out your way. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Ding! The ad just came in real quick. Man, you don't even know. And it was like 20 minutes later, there she was at my door. And he had been running around trying to clean that house. I mean, you know. He had my favorite candy bar sitting on the seat. I did, you know. I come with gifts. You feel me? I came to your house. Peace offerings. You gave me gifts. I did. It's crazy. You know, because it was just an exciting moment. For me, anyway. <laughs> she was probably like, man, the boy got problems. He was just in such a hurry, he forgot to put lotion on his ankle. Hey, no. You know I gotta tell him. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. He had the white ankles. Oh my, my ankles God. were not white. Babe, it they was like a been, second pair of socks. They might have been ashy a little bit. I ain't had no white ankles. <laughs> nah, nah. But I was like, oh, he was in such a hurry, the poor baby. <laughs> Maybe I need to bring him a bottle of lotion. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and so from there, you know, it wasn't like an everyday type thing, but maybe every, like, couple weeks or so, you know. Those she, Sundays, you know, maybe. She'd pop up on me, go grab a little something to eat, you know what I'm saying? And uh, really, I think, where where did it where did it shift for you? Um, Well, April 3rd, that day. But it, it already happened before that. It did. Right, so when did it shift for you? Um... Probably when you helped me move that day. Are okay. you talking about like when I really started seeing you as mm-hmm. something I was interested in? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was that when you helped when you showed up at the restaurant with me and my homeboy. Yeah. And you helped me move into my cousin's house, and uh, yeah, then we I was seeing you every day at that point. We were, you would come over, or I would come out that way. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. You were coming over, and it was... Next thing I knew, I was looking up rings. You were not looking up rings? I was looking at rings. See, I'm just finding all sorts of new stuff out tonight. That's cool. What you mean you was looking at rings? I was looking at... I was interested in things. I sitting right on my bed that was in her living room. Yeah. Looking at rings. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And the plot thickens. <laughs> what? You know, I gotta keep some of the stories. It's a three year anniversary. I can drop something. That's on. cool. That's cool. Keep it fresh. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, yeah. But it's really just a story of pursuit. It's a continuous, you know. I mean, oh, man, like sitting here listening to it and thinking about it again, and then thinking about how he had to have felt hearing the stuff, seeing the stuff, being blogged, and being like, God. You know, if she don't unblock me, I got to leave because there's I can't do anything. He didn't know. He couldn't find me. He could not find me. Yeah. I mean, I there was no way he was going to find me. No. And so he had to really, really have me as his final destination. He had to really have me on his in his on his radar. I really just know. You feel me? No, like, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, but if like, I, you knew if you I were hadn't too. been talking like with God, you wouldn't have. You know what I mean? Like I. If this really wasn't like a God thing, like take God out of it. Oh, and yeah, you'd have been gone. Then, like, we never would have ended up where we was at. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. But it's like, man, when, when you checking things off, you know what I'm saying? Then there's only one option. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was all the way in from the beginning. So thanks. I'm really happy you are. Well, I try. You love me. I do love you. I love you. Okay. <laughs> and we and live... it's cool that we're able to sit here and 
do this podcast together. We do mis- missions together. We do music together. Yeah. Parenting together. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Pretty much. It's pretty dope. So, yeah. I mean, really, when it comes down to, you know, relationships, if you're single out there, um, don't be discouraged. But also, I advise you to not go looking either. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want God's person... You gotta let him bring. You gotta him. let him bring him, and uh, my opinion uh, is that the man should do the pursuing. Every time. Every time, because <laughs> it's just marriage is the direct depiction of Christ's love for us, yeah. and He pursues us. You can lay it out on the table, but if a man doesn't pick up and. You know what I mean? Take pursuit. He needs to buckle up, put his, you know, big boy pants on. Yeah, you got you got to let that go. That's it. I mean, seriously. It's all about Christ-like pursuit. Because if, if it goes any other way, if you pick him, or if the woman is the leader, well, look for a future with that. That's what it's going to be like. The woman is going to be in control. It's, it might work for you. Temporarily. <laughs> Very temporarily. It'll crumble if you don't have your uh, your hierarchy in, in place. It'll crumble without the foundation. Without the foundation, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to play you a song called I Can Dig It. It's on our album called Therapy Sessions. If you're interested in checking that out, it's on all the music outlets therapy sessions it's with our former name M.O.G. and Melo Renee you can only find it by Melo Renee I'm sorry I don't care but it's called therapy sessions and it's got a red couch on it yep and uh, that album is the musical version of our story yep and it's uh, it's pretty cool but um but yeah Heavenly Father we just thank you for another opportunity just to uh do this thing called live out loud and uh, really, none of that's possible without you. And so, uh, you know, as we had another opportunity to share a little bit about our lives today, I, I just hope that somebody, you know, might hear and be encouraged or, you know, just feel you or see you in some type of situation that they're going through. And, uh, man, I just want you to be, uh, just just be glorified today, Lord, especially as uh, we celebrate our, our three years of knowing each other and uh, just starting to come into the fruition, Lord, of the bigger purpose that you placed on our lives. And uh, I just want to continue walking in that. And uh, I know that uh, you have a lot planned for us and through us, and we just want to be obedient, Lord. And so, uh, yeah, I could just uh, I could go on right now. But in all things, Lord, I just want your spirit, Lord, to be present. And I wanted to touch somebody that may not have known you or doesn't know you or who needs to get to know you all over again, Father. And, uh, man, just praise you because you're worthy. So we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, it was March 26th when it became real for me. There you go. There we go. I can dig it right now. I can dig it. Need to change your last name. Make some sudden, but trust me, I've been praying. So God will 
For a minute, my partner told me about your music, and I'm definitely with it. But uh, let's get to that later. Cause in my spirit, I got a feeling that the meaning for what's meeting is greater. So excuse me if I'm coming off strong a little bit. But age ain't nothing but a number, and I ain't scared to commit. There's something saying you with it. No, I'm trying to ignore it. Everything I pray for lining up. So you worth some exploring. Read your blog twice as eloquent, deep and insightful. Relationship with Christ clear is kinda harder to like you. Classy, respectful, ain't really with the glitz in the glam, and I can't even find an angle with your booty on your Instagram. Shame on me for looking, I know, but you're three dots in, so I'm trying to connect four to consider connect though. And it all check, that's a bet, Roger that, 10-4, I gotta know. Can you dig it? So can you dig it? So can you dig it? Oh, you can dig it. So can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Oh, you can dig it. Nah, I ain't trying to waste your time or play games. My intention is to change your last name. Make some sudden, but trust me, I've been praying. So, God willing, is you feeling what I'm saying? I need a man to pursue me. A man who's not all consuming. A man to take me to the throne. A man that I can call my own. You hit me on that IG on 9 I'm looking through your timeline and picturing you with me 21 questions and by week two You said I was the one that God saved for you I have to admit it, I was taken aback When I get caught off guard, I tend to overreact So I pushed you away, but I always pulled you back My mind was clouded and foggy, but I'm so clear as Kodak It was a tug of war between my heart and my brain You kept me tied up on the line, I call it cellophane Definition of fame is a temple or shrine you took me to the temple and you made me a twine I wasn't checking for no brother, you weren't checking for no chick God had it all lined up, and that's no coincidence I'm so grateful for the day that we traded digits Now you're my husband and my bestie, yeah, I can dig it can you dig it? Can you dig it? Yeah, I can dig it. Can you dig it? Yeah, I can dig it. Oh, you can dig it. Yeah, I can dig it. Can you dig it? Yeah, I can dig it. Can you dig it? Yeah, I can dig it. Oh, you can dig it. I can dig it. Nah, I ain't trying to waste your time or play games. My intention is to change your last name. Make some sudden, but trust me, I've been praying. So God willing, 